Hello, and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. This week we watched the new 2022 Netflix film, The Wonder, um, starring Florence Pugh, our boy Kieran Hines, Mm -hmm. Toby Jones. Haven't seen you in a while. A face most displeasing to me. Most displeasing. And then a bunch of other people I didn't recognize, but it was uh, very haunting and creepy, but we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. Before we talk about the film, bitch, let's sync up. Please. What have you been up to? Not nearly as much as you. Um, I doubt that. You had a fun and eventful weekend. I, yeah, I did. Um, Let's see. Well, Craig and I, we caught up on Yellowstone, or almost caught up on Yellowstone. Congratulations. That's a big investment of time. Uh, No, just this past season. Oh, I see. You recall we went through our Yellowstone phase last year, and boy, hilarious program. I unbelievably it's camp. funny okay. not intentionally okay what's incredible is like if you look at this like it's very well received critically mm-hmm. oh yes I know this like IMDB it's like nine on every episode you would not believe that <laughs> it is amazing like they'll just do like what they think is a really thrilling chase scene and it's like not because it's horses oh my so it just God. takes forever and like horse shit is so uninteresting and unserious to me <laughs> i know you feel that way i am I not stand a horse it. girl but i you know i don't know they've played such an important role in humanity Oh, certainly. I don't doubt it. And yet, I just don't engage with the content. And I, I think that. maybe it's because frequently it's tied in with, like, the American West, which is famously just not you my just girl. just don't like the West. She's not my diva. She's actually my bitch eating crackers. I can't stand her. I really like her. I this is where I we really differ. Like her. <laughs> this is where I we think, differ. I think there's some cool stuff out there. That being said, though, Jesse mm-hmm. James is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, but that's not the American West. It's in the East. You're right. It is in Missouri. Yeah. You're right. Well, then never mind. Revoked. Yeah. That's. I just don't care old-timey. for the American West. You're right. It's just old timey. Yeah. Um. Man. Anyway, Yellowstone. The they. <laughs> There's a British actress. Uh huh. Oh yeah, she's the one from um, Pride and Prejudice. Trust. Yes, yes, yes. Lucy Bingley. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays this Caroline r- r- Bingley. Real pi- yes, real pistol of a character named Beth, who like always has her titties out. Come on, girl. <laughs> okay, we Good love for her. her. <laughs> um, In the sun, she's a risk taker. Yeah. <laughs> always smoking and then just like legend saying the most like giving the most like dynasty lines oh i love her about how she's gonna destroy you honey (laughs) and like it's so funny it's so camp because like dudes all over the world are like she's a badass and they're like trying to say hot but like everyone watches yellowstone with their wives so right you can't yeah you can't yeah but like the or you shouldn't i'll say that let me say this (laughs) you shouldn't um but that's we, like their code for. Yeah, yes. I find her they very also, hot. Oh, Beth is such a badass. <laughs> <laughs> and like the Definitely. thing that's so funny is like she is a gay man as a character. For sure, she's an Erica Jane type. Yes. Yeah. Um, but she do got them things. Well, good for her. The bobbies be bobbing. She's a pretty girl. I love when girls know what their assets are and flaunt them. You know, it's silly in some scenes. I'm like, girl, they're to the chin. Put it away. You spend a night in jail. How is this possible? Um, what bra do you have? 
Drop the link. Drop the link, girly girl. Um, Although, yeah. I know what bra she has. It's that stupid one from Victoria's Secret. Which one? Oh, my God. Remember I bought it that at Whitney's Bachelorette party? <laughs> <laughs> because, like, a couple of the other girls that we were there, or the other bridesmaids were like, I love this bra. It's so great. And I was like, yeah, I, a double D, <laughs> you should purchase one of these. You looked like you were going to tump over. <laughs> It was like Mariah Carey level, <laughs> like, and you've all like you really do already. I already have, got a good set. <laughs> good set. You've got the meat, Jack. So I don't really need no. a, a ton of help. I'm not. I wouldn't say they're like you know. Nobody would say like, wow, that girl's got. <laughs> they're like respectable. They're re- they're pretty good sized boobies. <laughs> For, so I, listen, especially in our family. You, mom and I had set the bar like in the basement <laughs> and you cleared it by a mile. So for our family, it's like Hachi Chachi Bridget Bardo <laughs> over here. <laughs> I told a friend with like actual real bazongas one time, like she asked my bra size. <laughs> and, and I was like, well, you know, I got measured at this place in Austin called Petticoat Fair. And they actually said I was a 32D. And she's like this very sweet person. She looks at me and she goes, no, you are not. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh, no. You know what? Like, I knew it in my heart. <laughs> Very brave to convert. <laughs> Have you been remeasured, or do you still purchase that size? I uh, well, I just will sometimes like um, get those stretchy bras. I'll cup a uh, uh, cup down. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because that's easier to purchase at the yeah. store. Yeah. Definitely. Um, no, you are not. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyways, you came to pick me up at the airport and saw them lifted skyward yes. and you said like, "Girl, what the hell?" <laughs> and I was like, "I know. I better return it, right?" <laughs> so that's what that's using. Too, I do think it was like one. <laughs> yeah, it kind of two. like it kind of like coagulated so it had like a v-neck <laughs> so well, there was no clay it was to like be 2015 viewed. so you were definitely wearing like a, gr- a crew neck. like a heather gray definitely crew neck. no question and it just wasn't giving the best angles for my girls but unfortunately yeah i wore that bra for like five hours and then returned it and i was like i'm so glad that this brings happiness to others but it's certainly not i'm releasing this with love the right choice for me <laughs> oh man anyway you yeah. should watch yellowstone okay good to know um i a period piece in the pat in the one of their iterations yeah, right and there's this guy keeps proliferating spinoffs because there's another one there's a, a character named jimmy Jimmy? Yeah, but there's like this other old cowboy who's always like, way to go, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> and they're like, we need to give this guy a backstory they show. Gave, yes, Jimmy is sent to Texas to learn how to be a real rancher. And um, so the, there's the name Yellowstone Extended Universe. Yeah, so the, he goes to a ranch called the Four Sixes, which is conveniently owned by Yellowstone creator Taylor Sheridan. And then now they're making a show, filming at the, the Four Sixes. Now, 
I have to wonder if he's getting a nice little, if he's writing himself a check here is, by filming is on like his a, own land. But does he, oh yeah, that's a good point. I was like, I was wondering if he has some like commercial benefit to that property or if he's planning to develop one. It's, no, it's a massive, <laughs> massive ranch and he, I think he's commercial benefit from it is like livestock. Okay. Okay. That's my impression. Okay. But he's just like, to save money. Well, he could just like fictionalize it though, couldn't he? Like... Not yeah. He doesn't have to film. Or he doesn't have to call it Four Sixes Ranch. No, but it's his ranch, That's so he such did. A vanity project. <laughs> yeah, wow. he's also occasionally on the show as like a book. <laughs> okay, I don't know what they call them. I don't know what a buck is either. Is that like a buckaroo? I don't know what that means. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I honestly, as I said, a while cowboy culture is not my diva. Yeah, my favorite cowboy culture moment. Moment. Okay. Is um, a woman's touch in Calamity Jane. Yeah, and that's it. Right. And that serves. <laughs> it serves. Honestly, a lot of Calamity Jane is, is really cute. Whip crack away. Whip crack away. Whip crack away. Whip crack away. In that good. little suit. That little fringy suit. suit. But then you also <clears throat> have like such awkward moments too. Like, what's that? Like, was it like Lover's Wish or something? Yeah, when they're like in the carriage. It's yeah. Boring. Boring. <laughs> the girls are bored by this. <laughs> Doris girl, move Ooh, it along. We should watch some clips of that. I think that's a this. great choice. Um, Caught up on Yellowstone. Okay. Um, watch some World Cup. Uh, I heard our boys got out. Our boys in white did not do so hot. Uh, the Dutch are so tall. <laughs> We really, it's, we didn't have the advantage there. We did not have what it takes. Dutch people are so They are tall. so damn tall. What is the story there? That was like, the, Someone one of the announcers spent me. like 10 minutes talking about it. He was like, now get a good look at him. He's 6'5". Just, it's insane. And they're like wearing these dumb orange uniforms, just sort of Dutch lengthily running. are also so pretty. Yeah. Like... Very attractive young people in, in the Netherlands, I feel. There's a sort of milk-based yeah. look. Yeah. It definitely looks very, like, I'm rustic. I've had fresh air recently. Yeah. I look very Alpine, healthy. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's sort of a lack of toxins is what yeah. I'm getting like at. My skin is very clear. Yeah. I've got a very bright smile. I rode my I bike look here. Well rested. Yeah, they just look very healthy people. They do. You know, I think. Yeah, I think maybe the bike thing is some of it. They've got some endorphins. It's what was it that, that we saw on House Hunters International? Like sixty percent of travel. It's so nice. The Netherlands is done by bike, and they all look so very comfortable and proficient, and like just zip zapping away. And I'm like, I, the last time I rode a bike. It's been many, 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 many years. That's been a while for me, too. You know, we used to, that one summer, right before I moved here, Yeah, we would go ride our bikes around the neighborhood. That was mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah. Because it was like a good summertime activity. <clears throat> and we would just kind of like go around the circle around our house, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, five or six times or however many. I don't know. Yeah. It was very, but that was like, I was never worried I was going to get hit by a car, but like, if I were to try to ride my bike in the city right now, ooh, I would be stressed. I know, because I live a bikeable distance from your house. Yeah. But but it's like... But not in this economy. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like a scary route. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do it. I would never venture no. that on a bike. No. I wouldn't do it on a motorcycle. And, like, when Parker was riding his bike just to, like, literally go swim at one of the neighborhood pools, I was like, mm-hmm. please be so careful. Because people don't know how to drive with bikes. No. It's very stressful. No. Anyways. It's just not going to change here for a while, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. Um, but boy, it's so nice to think about, like, I 
just sort of get on my little bike and you always have the Dutch option, you know. You yeah, could just do it. F it. <laughs> Moving to Holland. <laughs> That's true. Um, we went to game night at our uh, friends and listeners of the pod, Beth and Ben's house. Hello, friends. Um, it was great. Very fun. We played. Uh, you and I played that game. Oh, I, don't, I don't even remember the name of it. The where one you like dial. The I knob. love that game. What is that called? Wavelength. What a cool game. Yes, their team whipped our shit damn it was insane they were like on, on the same they were on the same wavelength time. they actually were yeah it was it was uh ben emily and craig okay yeah i could see how that would be a good yeah that they made it work that combo um there was like one of the questions that was like fashionable man to unfashionable man and ben said david beckham as his clue okay and like disagreement between the girls and the boys on that one a little bit but they nailed it exactly where ben put it and beth also guessed very far to the right because he googled fashionable men oh just just, before oh i was gonna say i would put him pretty close to the fashionable versus okay yeah but there was disagreement over well for me i was like i don't really like the way he dresses i haven't paid attention to how he dresses i just sort of it's but like, he is I a fashion him, guy. I have him like slotted in my brain as yeah. fashion guy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I Man, think it's because maybe... of Victoria. That's see that I think someone brought that up too. They were like, wait, are we thinking about like him or posh? It's very like posh, but like she's gonna she's gonna make sure that he looks a, a certain way. Before you know, I think she's probably very opinionated about his look as well as her own. Yes. So I yeah. I, I think very highly of her. I do as well. Yeah. I like her so much. I, uh, well, frankly, all of the, like, all I'm in the good Spice standing girls. with all of the Spice Girls, They are all say. in good standing. Yeah. They're all members in good standing. Yeah. <laughs> they pay their dues. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I, I like to think that they're very rich, but I actually would have no idea. Well, I know that the Beckhams are very, very, very rich. Yeah, but I think that was a lot of his... His soccer yeah. winnings, and then I think their brand power I together. I was going to say, I think they together are, like, the power couple. Yeah. Like, I think if we were to hear an announcement that they were getting divorced, that would shake me to my core. That would be one celebrity divorce that I would be truly, genuinely shocked by. That would make me sad. It would make me sad, too. Yeah. Because I think that they are deeply in love and very much on the same wavelength. Well, and they're same hot. They're same hot. It's a Sasha Baron Cohen, Isla Fisher type thing, yeah, too. Yeah, so I was about to say also, J- um, what's his nuts? Jason Ritter. Jason Ritter and Melanie, Melanie Linsky. Linsky. Excellent couple. He is all on TikTok. Yes, he is. Also, but I never Rose Byrne and Bobby Cannavale. Bobby Cannavale. Same hot, same famous. I feel that way about Ed Burns and Christy Turlington, too. I agree. But yes. I will say, I was just talking about this with Anna. But he's not that relevant anymore. No, nor Except is he that for- hot anymore. It's not oh, that he's no. not hot. No, he's, like, perfectly serviceably handsome. Right. But, like, in Saving Private Ryan, yeah. that was a hot commod. Yeah, definitely. You know, it was like how uh, Joseph finds his face only worked on, like, a very young... It really did. Man. And, I mean, it's like, again, he's handsome now, but he's not... But Rafe Fiennes is... Ooh. The girlies are all very aware Rafe of... Fiennes is Rafe Fiennes is present. Said. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's in that Stanley Tucci collection. Yeah, that very humble hairline yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> Aging like a fine wine. Yeah. It's a very, yeah. Guy's so charming. It's one of those things where it's like. As Voldemort. <laughs> men's, like, they're, it's like the, the fundamentals or the, mm-hmm. the, like, 
I guess the the sum of the parts is greater than the the actual parts, or like you know what I mean. The like sum is gre- the sum is greater than the parts. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. So normal math, but it's like, it's like they like you could be like his hair is not great, um, his height not great either. Is yeah. he in excellent shape? No, he is not. <laughs> but like, and how old is he? 53. Like, but we would be like Tony Soprano type thing where it's like, there's just a certain but harm that men acquire. Factor. Yeah. They yeah. get, it's like they give up certain things that would on the surface be like, that makes a man hot. Yeah. And then, but in but return. Like Seymour Hoffman's too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And they gain sort of a gravitas or an awareness of themselves mm-hmm. that makes them just more comfortable. So you know? this came up, I would say also in wavelength because I was, um, Craig was trying to use an example of a man who is 30% attractive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so he said oh, that's Willow so Defoe. tricky damn and I was like a hundred percent I agree with that yeah he's 30 percent attractive wait does that mean like on a scale from zero being like hideous it's like if unattractive is all the way to the left and attractive is all the way to the right oh see I wouldn't say that I would be putting him that close to unattractive I would probably put yeah. him maybe maybe but you know what maybe not that far off I was gonna say like 40 to 50 I would you know I wouldn't yeah. say I find him repulsive but I don't find him attractive he's very charming well all the girls in the room were like ew yuck and I was like no 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 yeah, he's no, like he's ugly got a little hot something. like Leonard Cohen and they were ugly like ugly hot yeah no. um definitely I, you know I'd had a gummy so it's yeah. like well you guys I guess my best advice <laughs> is to grow up <laughs> um uh, man yeah I think well, yeah. And there's, yeah. you know, we know certain things about Willem Dafoe. <laughs> there are certain We've facts heard. that are <laughs> around certain blind items that wouldn't matter to a Christian girl like me, but if that's something that you care about. <laughs> then that information is, you know, available to you. It's available on the World Wide Web. <laughs> um, oh my God. Yeah, he does have a little gravitas, though. Yeah, definitely. And also the meme of, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> it's so funny. It I, is so I funny. I love, I saw somebody, like, edited it to say, I'm something of a dumbass myself. <laughs> and I've, th- I've thought about it it's so frequently. It's kind of tattooed on my brain. <laughs> well, I'm something of a dumbass myself. It's Man. so useful. It is. Definitely. Um, but yeah, other than that, Craig and I watched more... World Cup. I went to Jerry's Artorama for the first time. Oh, ever. dude, I've never been. It is so charming. Is it? That's I like walked in and like saw actual like art students like in the wild talking oh about God. their finals. And I told Craig, I was like, I'm still really intimidated by them. Definitely, me <laughs> I too. I still fear and like need their approval. I do too, and I know I'll never ever get it. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. An unserious person like me, no way. Boy, that is so true. Yeah. I like walked in and I was like, oh no, they're here. I feel like the art kids are forever my my coolest kids. Yeah, well what they do is like very cool and hard to me. Yeah. You know? Definitely. So good on them. Yeah, for sure. But that's it for me. What have you been up to, girly girl? Well girl, I just came back from the big apple. Oh, yeah. Walking here. <laughs> um, we went to New York this weekend um, to visit my friend Courtney, partly, but also just because I wanted to see the Christmas in New York experience. Um, and How was that? Was, was it cold? No, surprisingly, not at all. It was a little bit chilly on Friday night, um, but yesterday I got up to like 57, which... Ugh. 
when there's like a bunch of people around feels pretty warm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so like I didn't need, I like just wore a sweater with a rain jacket because it was raining all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was completely fine. Didn't even wear a coat. Um, but we went to see Six on Broadway, which was very fun. It's like about Henry VIII's six wives. Um, and they are kind of like a girl group kind of, but not really like a girl group. They're like, just like different flavors of pop star. Mm -hmm. And it's just really cute. It was like a fun, very like girl power, Spice Girls type moment, which was cute. And like 80% of the crowd was women at least. Like that's maybe a conservative estimate. (laughs) And so Parker had to go to the bathroom before the show started. And like the women's room line was like forever long. So Mm -hmm. they had basically commandeered part of the men's room for women and then like curtained off some urinals. And so they were like, if you're a man and you're just peeing, you can go to one of these curtained off urinals. Um, And then all the like stalls were for women. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was, Parker was like, Damn. and even with that happening, the line for women was, like, still stretched out for so long. But it was a very fun show, and we, like, Courtney had recommended it. I think she texted you and me about it a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we, um, I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like fun. And then the pandemic happened, and I hadn't been to New York or whatever. And I was like, oh, an 80-minute show feels like the right time investment for oh, as short of a weekend as we're here for. So, um, and then we went to have, like, a really good cocktail afterwards. We went to Little Italy before dinner, and it was very cute. But they didn't have the, like, welcome to Little Italy part of the sign lit up. I got cacio e pepe and girl, it was too rich. Oh, no. I have not encountered that before. But, like, usually I feel like it's, like kind of a creamy texture uh-huh. and maybe it's because they put like and you would have loved this a truly like fluffy mound of parmesan on top oh like so finely ground i love that and when that happens and it's that finely grated it like gets sucked into the pasta and yeah. thickens it and so like after it cooled i was like this is like so heavy so like oily mm-hmm. so parker loved it he like finished it for me but i was like i like probably had half of it before i was like i can't I'm not even full, but I just feel like I like I can't do any more of this. It's shocking. It's shocking when that happens. It's so weird. That yeah. happened and in Parker Paris. Was like Noki for me. Yeah, Noki does that so quickly for I me. I had maybe a third of a <clears throat> dish they brought me before. I was <clears throat> like, Monsieur, <laughs> I am done. I can't do this anymore. Right. It's delicious. It's also twelve thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> Why did I order this? <laughs> I have to walk places after this. <laughs> God, yeah, it was. Uh, was really rich but it was really good and then we had tiramisu always a hit with me damn dude that is just the best dessert what a good ass dessert it hits all the notes every one of them Mm -hmm. um and then yeah the next day we went to the met and they had a tutor exhibit which was very fun. They Look had some cute little girly girl. <laughs> I got horrible a lot of history's ass. Tutor. Yeah, Parker was like, this is for the AP Euro girlies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have fun. Um, it was really fun. They had like some cool um, portraits of like Holbein portraits. Actually, they had Holbein's portrait of um, Thomas More. But that is such oh, wow. a pretty painting. Good God. Um, and I want to research Thomas More's daughters because they sound like they were very interesting individuals. Huh. Um, did you go to the portrait gallery in London? I don't think we did, actually. Man. Okay. We went last time I was there, and I was expecting it to be so boring. And then I loved it, like, so much. Because you just see, like, pictures of people, and you're like, I've never heard of this person. And suddenly I'm like, 
Googling and, you know, going down a little wormhole about all these interesting folks. So it was cool. Um, Man, that's like the best part of museums, though. Yeah, definitely. Just kind of like, I'm going to pin this mm-hmm. and then go back and oh, look I at it later. Oh, I found a new thing to get annoying about. <laughs> exactly. Okay, yes. I, I had forgotten about this painting. Which one? The Thomas More one. Yeah, isn't it so pretty? Wow. That it's curtain. Like, I know. And the um, his sleeves. Wow. Like the, the velvet on his sleeves. It's like, beautiful. I was just telling Craig earlier, like, even when I see someone draw, let's say, like, a human arm, mm-hmm. about 2,000% better than I can. Yeah. It's still not as, like, lifelike mm-hmm. as people were doing eight, 900 years ago. Exactly. It's insane. Yeah. Not, not that far ago, I guess. No, but this is, like, 400 years ago. Yeah. Maybe, but I'm thinking maybe like 500. Yeah. Da Vinci. Da Vinci. Right. right. Um, no, that was, like, They were really putting a little something in it. What the hell? I mean, that was the desired art style at the moment, so that's probably... Well, I think people are still very capable of it. Right. But it's kind of, like, like, not something people want anymore. It's crazy that we've had that ability. Right. Like, especially, like, the Greek sculptures, too, where it's like... Bitch. You're telling me, like, the leap from the 5th century BCE to the 4th, or I think it's the 6th to the 5th. Yeah. Where it just went from, like, the little, like, Cycladic figurines to, like... (laughs) And it's sick, bitch. It's sick, bitch. The iteration of Greek sculpture. Mwah. Chef's kiss to all of big it. Big fan. Beautiful, beautiful work. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, I love going to big-ass museums like that. But, like, the Louvre and the Met, I need to look up, with the, like, how big they are comparatively. Because mm. I remember we, like, this time when we went to the Met, we were like, we're not even going to try to hit everything. Like, we're yeah. just here for a couple couple days so we're just gonna do like a couple of exhibits like the ones that are like temporary um and that we didn't go through their regular collection at all and um and then the gift shop because museum gift shops shred (sighs) what a vibe (laughs) what a vibe i just kept taking pictures of things that i was like i gotta look that up later yes (laughs) it's gotta be cheaper somewhere else i was such (laughs) if i can get this on thrift books so (laughs) annoying about that with craig because he he's like I see it I like it I want it I bought it and you're like this $40 I'm not gonna be taken for no, a fool no I was like no 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 I can get this for 27 not on better world books <laughs> I think not man um, you know what he almost did get though or, and I wasn't gonna I was going to encourage were these leather replica Louis the 14th house slippers he should have done that I know I told him that's sick I know Maybe I'll look and see if I can get some something similar online i have to tell you i have one regret in this entire life <clears throat> and it's not buying that damn marie antoinette costume for tig at the at versailles oh i wish you had told me that i would have bought it did you see it no um i, I, I would have looked i would have asked well I, if you went to the gift shop and it wasn't on display then you know because it was like I mean, prominently in the front um but i was like I should have put my foot down. That was only 89 euro. Yeah. But to have it shipped to me here, get get wrecked. It would be insane. And who knows? Tig might have even hated it. But, but it, that's kind of for you. It was for me. Yeah. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> me. I should just treat myself. You just, should just get a Marie Antoinette costume. As a treat. <laughs> as like, a treat. why not? Truly. Well, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, sometimes I like see the cosplay girlies doing stuff and I'm like, you guys are so lame. God bless. <laughs> but I'm like, I think that's just the mean jock part of me. And I'm yeah, like, cause you're afraid of the part of you that wants to do that. Low key, I would love to just sort of put one of those on to be around the house. I know. For fun, you know? 
just I, think about it. And just something to think about. <clears throat> yeah, playing dress up as an adult. Why not? <laughs> TLC, the new show on TLC, <laughs> these weird freaks <laughs> who love to walk around their house in period costume. Oh, man. It's the thing. It would be inappropriate into your social life. <laughs> be the subject of social a TLC. Suicide. <laughs> so silly. Um, anyways, yeah, then we, after we went to the Met, we had lunch with my friend Courtney, our friend Courtney. Mm-hmm. Um, and she ended up spending, like, the afternoon with us and getting dinner with us and everything. And she's just such a fun individual. She's just so fun. Mm-hmm. We didn't... Um, I was, she was like, so what do you, what do you guys like want to do? Like, do y'all want to go see a show or, you know, and I was like, well, I kind of like want to see some of the Christmas markets and just kind of like a New York at Christmas kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Like, we'll just kind of see what happens. And it turns out that by saying that I inadvertently stressed both of them out so much, Parker and oh, Courtney. Oh no. They're both like, um, like when I was like, they, like we went to, um, the Bryant Park markets. <laughs> So tr- this is so me, you know. <laughs> we went to the Bryant Park markets, which was like so cute, and just kind of walked around. And then Courtney was like, "Okay, well, so we went to go see if there was like what the prices would be on a couple of different shows." Um, and like the line at TKTS was like super duper long, and like mm-hmm. we hadn't, they had some better prices than we'd seen on the apps, like Today Ticks or whatever this other one Courtney has that she pays for. Um, but we were like, "But is it worth?" standing in this line to get those because it's really long and ultimately we were just like there's no show that I like am that excited about you know? yeah so um enough to do to stand in that line so um anyways then we um ended up going to the New York Public Library after the Bryant Park oh, market yeah. um and because apparently they have like a little museum in there that has like a bunch of random stuff. Like, there's really, honestly, no rhyme or reason to it. It's just, like, these are things that are worth noting. Hmm. So they had, like, the toys that inspired A.A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh oh, wow. stories. Like, the ones that he had gotten for his actual son, Christopher Robin Milne. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't know that that was... He based those on his son. That's I so didn't cute. I know that <laughs> It's really sweet. Um, and then they had, like, Charles Dickens's desk. And they had... Uh, George Washington's draft for his final address. Whoa. And they had a draft of the Bill of Rights, I think. Um, like, just a, like a, just a couple of, like, ran- and they had the, the original manuscript where Ptolemy invented longitude and latitude. Like, in his world map. That, wow. And it was kind of, like, of Italy. Uh-huh. Because that was, like, as far as his, but he had, like, invented the idea of it. It was very cool. Um, and it was, like, illuminated in beautiful colors and stuff. It was just a really cool little... I had no idea that it was there. And I was like, wait a second, is this the museum branch where Carrie was going to marry Big? And, you know, Courtney was like, I've never seen that movie. Like... She's never seen it? No. The things she tunes out. God bless. How can that be so? I don't know. You know, she's never seen the 94 Little Women. And, you know... And she was like, you and Molly always were, like, on my ass about never having seen it. 2019 is, like, now one of her favorites. Uh Uh-huh. Of course. And because she's the second of four daughters. Right. She's the Joe. And she's quite literally the Joe. Yeah. Because she lives in New York. Anyways, what a character. What a fun individual. I was telling you that um, right before we started recording that she had, I had forgotten that Courtney likes to collect questionnaires that she does with people. Yeah, let me find. There was one she gave, she did with me and Parker last night that was like three long. And it was 
do you want me to do it with you now? Yeah. It's sort of a little buzzfeedy, like what this says about you. Oh, okay. Um, so I'll take notes while you're Oh, okay. I think I've heard I've done something similar, but go okay. Okay, you may have done this before. Um, and let me know if you have. Okay. Okay, what is your favorite color? Um hmm. green. And why? Uh man, I don't know. Um like, what is I wear, green for I wear you? a lot of green. Um, I like being outside. Trees. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, like a relaxing color. Okay, cool. Let's see. Trees. Relaxing. Little word cloud for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite animal and why? Um... I mean, this is so lame, but dog, I guess. Dog, why? Uh, they're so sweet. Yep. Anything else? Um, I don't Relaxing. <laughs> relaxing? Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Relaxing uh, to pet. <laughs> <laughs> These are insane answers, like having them read back to me. Relaxing no. to pet. No, 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 no. Uh, what else do you I love about know, dogs? Loyal. Loyal. Um, funny. They're funny. funny. Okay, yeah. cool. And then what is your favorite natural disaster and why? Oh. Um, like one that fascinates you or that you're drawn to for any reason. Tsunamis. And why is that? Really gigantic waves. Mm-hmm, right. I know um, what they are. No, I know. <laughs> but why? <laughs> no, because, like, it's, like, the, I think the beach clearing out and then seeing, like, a 50-foot wave is insane. The, so the scale of it? The scale of it, okay. yeah. Anything else about them? Uh, the sea, you know, <laughs> generally a fan of. Okay. <laughs> sea. Okay, cool. So... What those represent is when your color, your favorite color is how you feel about yourself. So you said your favorite color was green mm -hmm. and that you, I, because you wear it a lot, <laughs> but also because it reminds you of nature, trees, relaxing. Yeah. So that's like, you feel about yourself, maybe that you're a natural person and that you are a relaxing person. Okay. You know? Yeah. I think that's not inaccurate. Yeah. Um, your animal is how you feel about your partner. So you said like sweet, relaxing, fun to pet, loyal, <laughs> and funny. Yeah. And that's like how you feel about Craig. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then the natural disaster is how you feel about God. Ooh. So for you, it's like sort of the scale of it all. You know what I mean? Wow. Like the grandeur, darling. The huh. drama. <laughs> the sea. <laughs> Anyways, cool. I thought that was interesting. And then she was also telling me, she's like, I only really listened to like four podcasts, which I was like, okay, <laughs> let me down easy. <laughs> we didn't make the cut this time at all, but um, <laughs> she basically like After all the marketing we do. I know. <laughs> the no marketing. <laughs> um, but I forget, you know, she is a Virgo. Yeah. So she, she's like. A thing I know about myself is that I don't want that much stimulus. I like to listen to music more than podcasts. So, yeah. um, but the ones she listens to are like, she's like, there's one that's like the guys from QI, and oh yeah, every week they bring like their top four facts that they've learned in the last week of just about random shit. And I was like, 
that's awesome. Um, she told me the name of it, and I was yeah, like, I was gonna I'm going to have to check that Craig out. I would want to listen to that. Um, yeah, she said, and then the other one and um, that I was like, oh, interesting, was the Brett Goldstein one, Films to be Buried With. And so she says oh. he has this series of questions that he asks the guests. And so I've listened to a couple episodes of that today. Um, and uh, what was the what was the thing I was going to pull up? Oh, it's under the, t- the text message that she sent me. Um, there's like all these like really interesting questions. Like, um, what's a film you once loved, but watching it now you realize is terrible or whatever. But he asks them in the frame of he starts every podcast with like he'll kind of banter with the guests for a few minutes and you know catch up about whatever and then he'll go oh shit I should have I forgot this is so awkward I forgot to tell you you've just died and like the person's like oh no what happened and he's like yeah yeah so how did it how did it happen and they're like oh um and then the person will say kind of like how they imagine or hope that they'll die Mm -hmm. um so Courtney like asked me that question she was like so oh you just died what do you think you died of and I was like in my sleep you know (laughs) and she's like and how old were you and I was like 96 and uh she's like were you alone or what were the circumstances I'm like surrounded by family you know like Mm -hmm. so those are the kinds of framing questions that he'll ask people and then he's like and then you die and what what happens and like the person whatever they'll say kind of like what they imagine if there is an afterlife or you know whatever and if they say they don't believe there is an afterlife, he's like, well, you're wrong. You're in heaven. There's a heaven. And when you get there, everybody is a film buff. And, like, they just want to get to know you. And so they ask you these questions. Mm-hmm. And so he's got, like, all these. So that's kind of the frame. And then at the end, he'll be like, okay, so in your coffin, as we're, like, burying you, what's one DVD that we would, we'd slip in your coffin, like, that you would want to take with you to the afterlife? And I'm like, whoa. These are such fun questions. I'm realizing, like, even the first question, I was like, I couldn't, I'm struggling to think of a movie that I used to think was good, and I actually now think it's that's a That's one of the harder questions. You, like, it'll kind of build to that. Although I guess I would say, I recently rewatched Jennifer's Body, and I think everyone is lying when they say it's good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's one of the questions is, like, what's a movie everyone else seems to like but you don't like? I would also say that I was not deeply impressed by the movie Halloween. I've never seen that either of those that you just referenced. I want good things for Kyle, as you know. Oh, oh my yes. God, I have to show you this ad I saw on Instagram. for With Kyle? It was, yes, it was a product. <laughs> You will not believe it. I knew, like, I was like, I, you were in New York, and I was like, mm, I know. I gotta, I gotta make an only important stuff to send her. She's, she's vacationing. And God, I was like, I haven't heard much from Molly. I, I'm just like, mm, I'm give her the weekend off. Uh, <laughs> but ordinarily, I'd just be at home and be like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Well, I like. I so I you would not believe how frequently this bitch texts me or me texts her. Oh, you would Just about <laughs> just any old thing. I would thing. say if it's been two hours of, like, in a waking day Everything and I haven't okay, heard okay, babe? <laughs> Hope Lindsay's okay. Uh, uh, man, what was I... Oh, I sent this to Ingrid. Um, <laughs> so it's like, Lindsay's out of town. <laughs> what is this? Look at it. No... 
Look Kyle, at it. the box ballin'. This has got to be beneath it you. It is a headband with some sort of like with a ball, with some sort of stretchy material. What and is like this? For coordination. Honestly, though, it's this is absolutely something I would have rigged up for myself as a kid. <laughs> but first of all, it looks very silly, box ballin', whatever it is <laughs> that they're doing. But why is Kyle doing this? I is have she fears too. Strapped for cash makes me wonder does make me wonder yeah because she's also kind of sort of putting more of her zhuzh into her acting career well i asked like i talked about the housewives with my friend griff yeah uh, at the talent show mm-hmm. and she was like i think that the umanskis will end up in prison and i was like you think this well, she way? has her ear to the ground on these things but the thing is is that i'm pretty oh, pollyanna no, fraud? about who knows i'm very pollyanna about kyle and moe I I am Very. about actually quite a lot of that cast. Yeah, you know, like I'm I am like, too. I don't want to hear your filth. <laughs> Dorit is a lovely need to girl. Say ugly things about Dorit. There's just no need. <laughs> and her husband would never cheat on her. Are you joking me? He'd be a damn fool. Does he been cheating on her? I don't know. He just seems well, like the type to me that would. So Craig and I are like rather, I think, fond of that program. Yeah, definitely. And he. He and I were like laughing recently, and he was like, "Absolutely, PK is a fraud, and I love him." <laughs> but I would is a fraud. I wouldn't loan him money. Oh, I think PK will go to prison sometime. I think he will. And because it really wow, bums me out because I also kind of like PK. Yeah, I know. I know this about you. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I just find him. I don't trust him. I find him untrustworthy. You shouldn't. But what a funny pair. He's they such are a, a funny pair. My friend Megan called him an ogre. And I was like, yeah. He does have a little bit like a Shrek sort of a vibe, yeah. doesn't he? And she is an like... ogre. They have... Damn, Megan, that is solid. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> they have upscale Rhea Perlman, Danny DeVito kind of energy. Wow. Tell me I'm wrong. Wait a damn minute. You don't think that they're just basically rich Matilda's parents? That is so dead-ass correct. The funny thing is, is Dorita's actually very smart, but she she does... Well, so is Danny DeVito and his wife. Did you know this? Oh, yeah. Very intelligent individuals. But I mean, if we're thinking just about, like, Matilda's parents, it's like, you know... You're talking about the Wormwoods. The Wormwoods. Um, But also, as a real-life couple, just their sort of vibes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like Rhea Perlman will always be Carla. Yeah. And for that reason, I've always had something of like an icy respect, but fear of Rhea oh, Perlman. I love her deeply. I love her, but like. She, I do fear her. She fe- I fear her. Yeah. Yeah. She does seem intimidating, I will say. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, should we talk about this film? We should. A bunch of nonsense we've been talking. <laughs> Um, this movie, The Wonder, mm-hmm. um, is not based on any individual person, but it is sort of based on a general phenomenon of a Victorian wasting girl or a Victorian starving girl. And that was like sort of a press phenomenon where they'd be like, oh my goodness, can you believe it? This young woman is living on nothing but the word of God. Oh my God. And she, or um, she is, she hasn't eaten and she's wasting away, but she says that's God's will for her. Will she eat or not? And those would be like press stories because the Victorian era was wild. That is among one of the bleakest things I've ever heard. Yeah. And there was also, I saw this, I think you sent maybe, maybe a TikTok about this woman 
or she was talking about the phenomenon of like, um, there's a term for it, but it's like some, it's like a Latin term, anorexia something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a religiously driven oh, anorexia yeah. um, that like dates back to like the middle ages even. I have seen this before though. Yeah. And um, so this is like a, this is a girl that's kind of in that profile. Mm-hmm. Anna O'Donnell, I think was the character's name. Uh, and she lives in this little Irish town, but there's, like, press attention coming on her. And so um, the family, along with, like, a council of, like, local people, call... Uh, is it because the press is maybe... I don't remember. I think the the council essentially wants to, like, I think increase her profile. Yeah. And... By, like, proving that it's legit. Yes. Yeah. So that... Because they want her to basically just, like, and they reveal their intentions at the end with like, oh, she'd be the first Irish saint since I don't remember what the other oh, one was. Oh God! So they were basically like in a hurry to kind of make a martyr for yeah, yeah, the Irish totally. Um, and so this is like set in 1862. It's like towards the like the famine is I think over, but still in recent memory. Yeah. Um, Which, ooh, bitch, what a dark. Dark, dark <laughs> event. What a dark event. God, and the more I learn about it, I'm like, yo, dead ass. The Irish should never trust the English. I, dude, I know. For any reason. <laughs> you guys are monsters. Yeah. Wow. It's a hard pill to swallow Beat that one. Feet. Like, you guys. The fact that they speak to them diplomatically, it's wild. And, like, the Irish population has never recovered. Yeah, I know. Isn't that nuts? Whoa. Like, fewer people live there than, uh, like, 200 years ago. That is nuts. It's crazy. Man, the... I, I haven't been to Ireland, so I can't confirm this, but I just, you know, I read a lot about, like, Belfast and all yeah. that stuff. There seems to be a real clash between the natural beauty of that Ireland, or yeah. that island, yeah. and the structures that they are building in those cities. Yeah, yeah. It's not cute. It's definitely. Dublin has, like, some pretty cute architecture, but out where we stayed, we were, the, our hotel looked Soviet. Yeah. And it was, like, in a desirable-ish area. Like, it was, like, close enough to, like, we, like, walked across the street and were at Guinness, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. But um, there was very little charm at our hotel. <laughs> and I yeah, was like, this Dublin is, a- is, like, a city that <laughs> has some sort of, like, international renown. Like, yeah up your face but i say this as a houstonian so let me not yeah let me not run my mouth too much (laughs) what cracks me up is like every time someone goes to ireland i'm always like how was it and in the back of my mind i'm expecting them to be like ass dude (laughs) but no one ever they're always like oh it was amazing we love it we went on St. Patrick's Day blah 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 yeah and maybe they're beer people whatever are they you they were talking about dublin I don't way. know. Because, like, I feel like I could believe that if you spent more time, like, out of the city, that it mm-hmm. might be cuter. Like, we went out for, like, a day trip to Malahide, which is, like, a suburb of Dublin. And it was beautiful. Yeah. And we saw, like, Dub- or Malahide Castle, mm-hmm. which was, like, a fun little, it's a haunted castle. Ooh. Um, and it's, like, ha- part of the structure is medieval. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that was really, it was cute. Like, it was gorgeous out there. Um, but then you got back into Dublin, and it's, like... This is, the vibes are kind of dead, you guys. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think you, you and mom and dad have like both been like, 
not my country. Honestly. Kind of a <laughs> low energy vibe in that city. Like not yeah. not my like. I just I didn't it didn't feel energizing to be there. You yeah. know, like I love be being in a city where know. like it's zippy and there's like like same kind of, like I don't San Francisco is not my girl. You know, no, no, just I actually not feel my drained girl. of energy in San Francisco. Absolutely, there's just some places that just don't do it for you, mm-hmm. and Dublin didn't do it for me. You know, yeah. So they can't all be hits. You know, no. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Well, this movie. Um, what a bummer. Mm-hmm. My God. <laughs> it was such a bummer. It was also weirdly, like, hypnotic. Like, yes. Um, the score, I thought, was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, like, it had this very kind of moody color palette that just... It Beautifully shot movie. Gorgeously shot movie. And, wow, it benefited from the beauty. I was about to say, the whole time I was like, she is such a pretty girl. <laughs> she is a damn damn. <laughs> Now that's a pretty girl. That's that kind of like healthy Dutch kind of thing we were talking about. Like she looks like she's been outside hiking. Yes. She's got like a nice healthy tan. Doesn't look like she's been trying to get tan. Just sort of, I've been, it's like sun-kissed, you know? Oh, just beautiful. Yeah. Like a healthy pink to her cheeks and just, you know? She's a very like, um, just sort of round person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Soft edges. Exactly. On that one. Yeah. Um, Big Flo Pew fans here. <laughs> I think she has one of the most pleasing faces I have I ever know, seen. And when she frowns, it's like, wow, that is just a great cinematic frown. That's a good ass frown. Nobody's yeah. doing it this way anymore. No, you know, like like certain actors used to really be known for doing certain facial mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. And you don't really hear about that much. No, but you don't. Florence Pugh's frown, great. Impeccable. Keep God. it up, girl. You are doing such a great job. And also, our boy Kieran Hines is in this film, as I said. He is so handsome to me. He is aging every, so every nicely, time, too. Every time he comes up, it's like, well, let me devote ten <laughs> reverent minutes talking so about this damn handsome man. <laughs> he really is, though. He is. He's, he's this podcast boyfriend, I think. He, yeah. <laughs> And for what? <laughs> like, why? He's got a very nice voice and a handsome presence. I yeah. think Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day does quite a lot for that reputation in it my does. book. It does. It does. A but debonair old just, man. Yeah, he's he's never unkind. Maybe that's what it was. That's exact. Yeah, he's definitely. He's really in a villain role. Right. He was sort of a morally complicated person on Game of Thrones, but you're like, and yet he was true to his word. <laughs> he was an honorable individual. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's what I was saying on the message board. <laughs> He's an honorable individual. You know, like you're never like Mans Raider was the villain. You know no, what I mean? No, no. He's like a maverick. Exactly. Yeah. Like that. Um anyways, I don't even remember like specifics about that character, just his vibes. No, he just showed up and I was like, whoo! <laughs> you come around here often? Wow. Yeah, so the Flo Pew is charged with watching this girl day and night yeah. to confirm that she's not being fed. They have her and then the doctor, Toby Jones, and then a nun, Sister Michael. Yeah. And they go in eight-hour shifts. Yeah. And she also is, in this time, getting closer to a local journalist. Yeah, at first he says, are you eating for you and the girl? And I was like, that is such a rude thing to say. <laughs> and then he's like... 
yo, that was really dickish of me, my bad. I'm sorry. Um, I'm a journalist though, and like, I would love to pick your brain about this girl you're working with. And she's like, I would never violate HIPAA <laughs> for anything. <laughs> and um, then like- Which I thought was a particularly good line. I did too. Um, and then a bit later, this girly who we later find out is the initial narrator from the beginning. So the beginning and the end, they do this weird thing. Yeah, I didn't, what I didn't the understand. hell was that? <laughs> Not understand why they I chose to that frame that it this way. Gilding the lily quite a bit. <laughs> the story. The movie connect- that you were about to see. <laughs> Is a movie. The train is not going to run you over. I ask that you suspend <laughs> your imagination. You know? Yeah. And they had like like a set on a soundstage or something. Why? It was a strange choice. And I don't really understand. I would love to. I thought that that was. There's a word. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Jesus, there's a word. <laughs> And one I wouldn't dream of using. (laughs) But I didn't like that. No, and I was watching it on an airplane, too. So I was like, maybe it's just because I'm a little distracted. But, like, am I a dumbass? Like, I don't understand what they're trying to say with that choice. You watched this on the airplane? Definitely. (laughs) On your phone? On my iPad. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, I also watched, like, all of season one and part of season two of... The Sex Lives of College Girls, because Whitney I've recommended never seen it. That. Curly, it is so fun. Okay, it's so funny. I like laughed out loud a couple of times, which I don't do very often while I'm watching TV. And um, it's like a classic, you know, four girls, mm-hmm. you know, model. But it's like these girls that are freshmen at this like kind of Ivy League, like fancy school in Vermont, and. Um, they're, like, very different, but they, like, all kind of form these very sweet little bonds with each other, like, very slowly and naturally. And, like, it's kind of, like, they're, they're like, very sex positive mm-hmm. And, like, it's just a cute. It's just really fun. It's, like, a fun imagining of, like, college. What program is that on? It is on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> what program? <laughs> you mean what channel, sweetheart? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Not, not sweetheart. Sweetheart. <laughs> um, anyway, so this little girl keeps wasting away. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, people start putting something together, and they're like, I don't know, her mom and dad seem to be very like cozy with her. Are they sneaking her food? And so Florence is like, okay, you guys are no longer allowed to touch her, my or- because I said... And so her parents are like, that's great. Her mom was like, you can't deprive a child of their mother's love. And she's like, yeah. I can while we're doing this experiment. Yeah. And so um, that's when things start to really take a turn. So she's like, obviously her mom was feeding her somehow. And she puts together that when she first meets the girl and interviews her, that she had said she had been surviving on manna from heaven. And so she's like, hmm, maybe her mother was providing this manna. Disgusting. Via, via like, like a bird. Baby birding it into her mouth. It's, like, so disgusting. And then, like, this little girl has been, because she seems like an extremely scrupulous. Like, That's a good word. Crazy scrupulosity um, Catholic child who's, like, she says the same prayer 33 times every day. 
and like um seems very like this is this is what I have to do like God told me not to eat anymore so I'm not going to do it and um it's like you're like oh no this girl's like intense devotion is what's causing this and then it turns out that like her mom has told her some extremely oh it was dark effed up things so this little girl's 11 years old and her brother has died and oh they show this very creepy oh yeah they took a death portrait and then like had his eyes painted one that was one of the spookiest things I've ever seen. So scary. Oh my god. Um, death portraits as a concept I, I find super vibe with terrifying. Yeah. That is so gross. Oh my god. My god. I mean you grieve how you need to grieve, I guess, but like ooh, just yucky. I just find them yucky. Um, and this one was particularly gruesome. Yeah. For especially heinous crimes. Don't do. <laughs> Um, so anyways, uh, turns out that like this brother did some very not okay things to his little sister. Um, also in the guise of some religious, like we're married spiritually and we're brother and sister. And it's like this, and she was like nine years old, but she didn't know any better. And then when she told her mother, her mom was like, well, because of you, your brother's in hell. But you can probably earn his salvation back by, like, starving yourself. And it's just just very messed up. It was very, very messed up. So Florence is like, I got to get you out of here. And she contrives to take Anna away from her parents um, with the help of that journalist Mm -hmm. who she's slept with and seems to be, like, leaning on emotionally. Oh, we also find out, like, she had a sad past. Like, she had a baby that died at, like, yeah. three weeks. and her husband. And her husband so. left. Yeah. So oh. she was like, so he might as well have died because he just left me. Um, so anyways, they take the little girl out of her house. And she's like, you know what? Anna's going to go be with God now. It's time for Anna to go. And it, let's say you were to be able to come back as, like, a nine-year-old girl. And this little girl is, like, dying. Like, she's, like, feverish, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, if you were to, like, wake up and be a nine-year-old girl who nothing bad has ever happened to again. Like, what would your name be? And she was like, Nan. And she was like, great. So she takes her out to the river, and she's like, Anna's going to go to be with God now. Night-night, Anna. And then she's like, Nan, wake up. And, like, it works. Honestly, genius approach. I thought so, too. I don't know if that's sort of ethical psychologically. Oh, not at all. But... From a, like, first do no harm stance. It was definitely the girls. Um, And then she gets this little girl to, like, eat her first bite of food and like, literally forever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, not forever, but, like, months. Um, And then um, she and this journalist take this little girl. Absconded with her, really. Absconded with Light the house on fire behind him. <laughs> Angela Bassett style. Yeah. Um, so she's like, that's obviously like suspicious because she's like, it was so crazy. I was like taking care of her. She had just yeah, died. Definitely stressed after the death. Absolutely. <laughs> and I know. Was I making great right decisions? No. No. So she like, she's like, I the lamp, lamp knocked over. This is the second film I've seen in this month. In this last month, I guess. No. Yeah, yeah. Where an Irish house in the countryside is burned to the ground. Because it happens in, in, in Banshees of Inishirin. Wow. Can you believe? Was that a spoiler? 
A little bit. Okay. But you don't, I didn't say whose house and I didn't say why or how. Anyways, um, but it was just like an interesting, like that's, Parker said he kept looking over at my iPad and being like, is she watching the movie we just saw? It looks the same. Oh, wow. It did. It's like, you know, Irish countryside is having her moment. I don't know if like it's cheap to film things there or something about her has captured the general imagination. (laughs) I don't know, but she's really having her shining moment. She is, as is Scotland though. Definitely. Your outlander. Definitely. Yeah. For sure. And they deserve, you know. They deserve. For sure. Um, Congratulations to them. (laughs) Enjoy your moment, sweetheart. (laughs) It won't last forever. I hate when the public imagination is like obsessed with Australia. Those are not my, never my favorite years. You know what? I same because I just don't really see it for Australia personally. And I said as much to Courtney last night, and she was like, "Girl, you need to rethink that. It rules." I'm sure it does. I just I don't know. Here's the thing: is that at my core, AP kid, I travel for history reasons. Definitely, don't I don't know a ton about Australian history. Parker and I have recently talked about this. I'm like, I'm I've don't think that I would enjoy a vacation that was explicitly relaxing. I struggle with that. I can't do it. It's because like, I, have I get to, bored. I work full time. I don't take a vacation. I become an anthropologist. <laughs> exactly. I have to get enough things from me to Google and Wikipedia furiously yes. for the next three to five years. It's important, you know? Yeah. Well, and also I go to my curiosity to watch every single European I can feast my eyes on. Exactly. It's like a very important part of my like feeding my brain. Yeah. It's like a a starter for bread. Yes. You've got to keep feeding the dough or whatever. I don't, I've never made that, but (laughs) I know you have to keep feeding it. I think you're getting close. Something like that. Um, But yeah, like I'm like that's got to say something negative about me, right? Like, that I can't be like, I want to go sit on a beach no, and drink beach like, drinks. I went to Bali. I'm like, first of all. That sounds so boring. <laughs> Grow up. Like, I you bet should it's... be grinding on a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Parker's lately been like, you, you don't want to go to Hawaii? And I'm like, not particularly. I think it's very pretty, I'm sure. But there's like not enough for me to do. I don't want to surf, first of all. I'm not an athlete. <laughs> And I don't want to spend my vacation on athletic pursuits, but I do want to spend my vacation going through many large art museums. That's, yeah. That's what has to be done. That's relaxing to me. Exactly. I want to go to architectural sites. Mm-hmm. I find that very fascinating. But, like, that's got to be sort of what's what's well, my re- deal. You relax in Cabo, but also, I guess, not super duper since you're a mom now. And so that was the other thing. Parker was like, what was Cabo like before we had kids? And I was like, oh, you dead ass. <laughs> That's right. So maybe it's that like right now, I feel like my vacation time is at a premium and I've got to. Yeah. But it's like, maybe I can do both. <laughs> yeah. You can have do like, both. have like a curiosity trip a year and then like a couple Relax, girl. Trips. You could very easily bake in some time to just like, you know, do an all-inclusive in Cancun or something. Yeah, totally. But like, I want to go to like a really pissy one now. Yeah, you know, because you don't want to eat that shit anymore. Not like the one I went to on my honeymoon, which was like she was cute enough for when you're like 26, I guess. But like, I'm a grown woman now. That's, well, everyone who gets married in their mid 20s does that. You, <laughs> you gotta. Know? And you're like, it's like the mid 20s wedding starter you're pack. For like the least bad one, too. Definitely. Yeah. And like, what's affordable? <laughs> yeah, basically. Big, big part of the equation there, girls. Man. We flew Southwest. 
So did we. And we couldn't sit next to each other because when we booked our tickets, the flight was already almost full. And we said, surely someone will switch with us because we're on our honeymoon, you know? Mm -hmm. We'll just ask someone, hey, would you mind switching seats with us? We're on our honeymoon. And we got to Dallas because we had to connect through Dallas, make it make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, From Austin. You're flying. So stupid. Anyways. Um. Why every girl in there had a Mrs. tank top, <laughs> a wifey tank top. The girls, they were still, this was 2012. Okay, 2012. Why was I seeing so much McBling, first of all, in front it of my face? So Well, McBling just morphed into glam. It was, it's so ugly and tacky to me. Yeah. I, like, at no point did I engage in that culture. I just can't do it. No judgment to the girlies. Like, if and that again, was your moment. the girls who served, thank you. <laughs> they're now Live, Laugh, Love moms. And I think that they're crucial to our happiness index as a country. Vital to the ecosystem. Yeah. For certain. Like, definitely, I salute you. Um, we just were never playing sort of in the same sandbox. You know no. what I mean? No. Um, so, anyways... There was so many, like, glittery tank tops. Like, Mrs. Wifey. (laughs) Newlyweds. Or whatever. And I was like, okay, I showed up in an anthropology sundress today, girls, because fashion used to matter on an airplane. This is the beginning of the rest of our lives together, (laughs) girls. This is the note you're starting on? Flip-flops at the airport on your honeymoon? What is this naughty pie? (laughs) You gotta try, girlies. It's important. They weren't trying, though. I guess not. Anyway, you should relax on vacations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. With the movie. Oh, yeah. So they the, hauled off to Australia. They hauled That's off the to end Australia. Of that. <laughs> and that was all she wrote, girls. <laughs> I've walked away from this movie generally feeling like, Ugh. Yeah, it was. But, like, good, good movie. It was spooky. Thanks. We'll never watch again. Yeah, probably. I would recommend it to people, though. Yes. Like, my, I told mom and dad they should watch it. Because I just thought it was, like, riveting. Like, yeah. The, it's kind of, like, in that same vein of, as Jesse James where it's, like, the score is so, like, haunting. And, mm-hmm. like, this one has, like, some cool per- percussive stuff and, like, some kind of chanty-sounding stuff. It was just really, oof. Kind yeah. of give you, like, a prickly feeling, you it know? It did. I think that's what it was where I was, like, mm, like, the sun was going down. Oof, you know, yeah. I was, like, ugh. Yeah. Foreboding. Foreboding, for Definitely. sure. Um, I mean, a happy watching? ending, ultimately. But, yeah, I would say so. But foreboding. Yeah, what are we watching next week? We haven't even discussed this at all. Is there anything Christmassy on offer? On offer. <laughs> Excellent question. <laughs> um, I don't know. Not off the top of my head, but let me look. Christmas, period pieces. <laughs> period, period pieces. <laughs> streaming <laughs> we used to actually rent things so frequently do you remember this yeah and now we're like if it's not streaming i don't want it i'm not screaming or whatever <laughs> we're always saying that. <laughs> and you know sometimes again thank you to all the girlies that serve but sometimes the girls who do these blogs where they're like here's 25 excellent christmas period pieces to check out Many of the ones they select are sort of Christian themed, oh, you know, or sort of pure like quality shoes. An old fashioned Christmas. No, um, the, oh, like the shit they're pumping out every year. 
Yeah, that kind of thing. And Max Lucado's The Christmas Candle. <laughs> I've never heard of that in my life. What is this? Max Lucado's The Christmas Candle. What an absolute mess. Not you presenting that at the Dove Awards. <laughs> there is apparently a Victoria, the TV show, Christmas special that aired in 2017. A but, Victoria Christmas. But who... I've never heard of that show. I thought we did an episode of it. Did we? We might. God, maybe we haven't. I watched a bit of it a, a few years back. Maybe and I think we did. We did the young Victoria, I know. I'll look into this. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah, she's she's pretty. She's like a cute. Definitely. A cute. <laughs> definitely, definitely, I like the, I like beat. the beat. <laughs> but watch me say that and then it's like not streaming. Let really. Oh my God, a little princess? Is she Christmassy? The Little Princess is the saddest. That is the saddest shit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I actually cannot. I don't think I'm up for it. I'm not up for the task. What was the deal sort of in Morbid the 90s? Little with- girls. Penny dreadfuls for little girls. There was a sort of um, dusty mauve the- Every movie era for like little girls specifically. It was weird. It was moralistic. There was a lot of memento (laughs) mori. It was a very strange time. Little, unfortunately, Little Women kind of. I think some of the aesthetic kind of led into that. Absolutely, it did. This is a very (laughs) homespun. What the hell were we up to? (laughs) Moody, moody little girl. What was that? Like the fact that Titanic was like yum yum yum. May I have some more, sir? The most like successful movie of all time. What were we on the backs of little girls up to? Why were we so into death? I don't know. You know, and so I I told you I started listening to a couple episodes of this other podcast Courtney recommended to me, um, the Brett Goldstein film one. Yeah, yeah. And um, one of, I can't remember who it was he was talking to earlier. One of them brought up, um, shoot, what was it we were talking about? Morbid. Morbid little girl stuff. Morbid little girl stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. There's just no telling. There's no telling. I thought of <laughs> oh, no, I know what it was. It was um, My Girl. Oh, my God. You know God. what? It was actually Sarah Snook that brought it up. On that podcast? Yeah, which I was like, that's so funny because you're in a show with his brother. Oh, yeah. It was Macaulay Culkin that dies. That shit is so sad. It's, it Are had you a kidding me? effect on every girl I know. It's like formative for all of us. Yeah. That it shit was, is so it was traumatizing. Sad. And then Now and Then, which, have you ever seen Now I've and never, Then? I've uh, never, no, I've never seen Now Bitch, and Then. Bitch, it's half period piece. We could. We could do it. I actually do have a silly suggestion for next week. Definitely. What is that? You're not going to believe it. What? I wonder the, if it's what was on my screen right now. The Christmas episode. Oh, no. Okay. Of Disney's dinosaurs there was a christmas episode yeah it was like that is a period piece (laughs) dead ass it is whoa can you believe it yeah where is that that's on disney plus yes it is disney plus okay dinosaurs christmas Christmas special oh my god i just remember they were buying like a new fridge i think that was the plot wow that sounds like fun as hell to watch. <laughs> Refrigerator Day. I yeah. do vaguely remember Refrigerator this. Day. What the hell? That show came on the year you were born. I know, and I loved the it. The long they tail of its, it indi- yeah, of its influence. Time. Yeah. What a strange show. I know. I don't think they'd make that today. No. No, the startup costs of that would be, it would be too I much of an I can't believe it got made. 
I know. What a damn program. I loved dinosaurs. What? Yeah. We all did. Yeah. Everyone loved it. Um, I wonder if I still will. I Let's think you might, out. actually. Craig and I watch the Halloween episodes, like, every few years. Really? Okay. And you yeah. still enjoy it? Yeah. That's great, man. We watched um, the Henry VIII, like, segment from The Simpsons. We're like the they go to the library and all the books are gone and so Marge is like, well, I can tell you about history and she's like, I love those episodes. Oh my god, they're so silly. The Simpsons is so funny. It's like it's like a load bearing part of my husband's personality and he knows like every episode like very well and so I'm like, like all the cl- but until up until a certain point and yeah. then it's kind of like everybody sort of dropped everybody off. Everybody dropped off, you know. Yeah, but. Wow, those years. There was a couple of really classic references. Mm-hmm. I need to watch that one. Girly, I'm afraid if I don't get some water soon... <laughs> you're going to shrivel up and die. I s- will simply perish, so are we in I think that's great. The <laughs> we are of one accord. Refrigerator Day episode yeah, of dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Available on Disney+. Plus. That's an excellent idea. All right. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.